It's religion today, it's ideology today, and our secularist friends also have a faith. Some kind of Disneyland fantasy. I know how this is going to get heard in the secular world. Where the pseudo-Christian masks are off. That's nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Apologetics isn't just about giving answers to other people's questions. It's also about learning to question other people's answers or even question the question itself. In a Christian worldview. Well, welcome to the final quantum of 2021. And we're going to do something different. It's the last one of the year. Uh, you will get this on New Year's Eve or uh, maybe a day later or a couple of days later. But we're going to look at 2021 in two ways, through song and scripture. And I, I thought I, w- I thought this might be interesting. I got my 2021 list from Spotify saying the songs that I'd listened to most, the top 100. And I'm going to give you the top 10, and we're going to tell the news through that top 10. Uh, well, we start at number 10, and it's this song. By the rivers of Babylon, there we Yeah, I can hardly believe that Boney M are, are in uh, this chart and they are, um, how will I put it, they're, well, they're in more than once. Um, I just, I actually do love Rivers of Babylon and i tell you what we're going to do. Each of these songs, we're going to have an aspect of today's culture and that they all begin with the letter C. And the first one is countries. Uh, I'm here in Australia, some of you are in America, there's, I think, uh, the last time I looked, there was about 175 countries in the world where someone has listened to this over this past year. And sometimes the Israelites were in exile, that's what the psalm is about, Boney M are singing the rivers of Babylon, Psalm 137. And They also sing part of Psalm 19. This is the scripture for this part. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my God. Well, that's what we seek to do as we're seeking to communicate and we're passing on how we feel being in exile a bit. And then there's this song.
That's Fleetwood Mac's uh, Dreams, that was number nine. And I'm putting that about climate change, mainly because of Greta's phrase, you have stolen my dreams. And I think that, you know, climate change is a really big thing in the world. We had COP26 and there's just endless talk about it. You could put in coal here as well if you wanted another C. But there's just tremendous fear and a lot of that is instilled by the media. Now, it's a complex subject. It's not quite as simple as the planet is burning or about to die, nor is it quite as simple as there's no such thing as man-made climate change. But let's just think about dreams. I, I feel really sorry for our young people growing up in a world which they're told it's not even worth having children because it's going to be destroyed. And I do think that 2021 was a year of that kind of doom and gloom. Well, the scripture is from Proverbs 29, 18, without vision, the people perish. And I'm afraid these are not the dreams of a Swedish teenager who's confused and messed up and thinks that some form of Marxism will save the world. They really are, they're not those dreams. They're not the dreams of fantasy. They're not the illusions. The vision is the vision that we are given in the scriptures, and it's a great hope that we have. We're going to go to a beautiful city, and that is number eight. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned my Last confession was, well, God knows when I'm a thief and a liar I use your name in vain But now I'm in some trouble that's kind of hard to explain And I need your help and I pray that you'll consider Helping me over the borderline To that beautiful city across the river That's Beautiful City by Dave Alvin. I love it in lots and lots of different ways. It's the song of a repentant sinner as he dies. There's, there's a whole bunch of different stuff in there as well. But what that brought into mind in terms of the news is, you know, here we have no continuing city. Now for a lot of people, and I, I'm going to put myself in this category, we, we found 2021 particularly hard, particularly difficult. There's, it's just a, been a weird year in so many ways. And there's that, that is, there is that sense of exile. Now, I'm not saying that because for the whole year I've been stuck here in Australia. Australia is a beautiful place to be stuck. But the Christian needs to remember, as Hebrews 13 verse 14, that's our scripture. That's our scripture. Here we have no continuing city, but we're looking for the city that is to come. It's no wonder that so many people despair when they see this world as the only home we've got. There is no planet B. But Christians know that we're just passing through this world and we're heading to a beautiful city. There is a city that is above. And, you know, as we'll see later on, there have been many people who've gone on to that city in this past year. But I think, you know, we're trying in 
in this world, so many people are trying to build great cities. Sydney's a great city. London's a great city. Edinburgh's a great city. New York's a great city. You know, Beijing is a great city. People boast about their great cities, and we compete with one another about that. But all of our cities have great beauty, but also deep flaws. And here we have no continuing city. We're looking for the city that is to come. One other thing, let me say about that song, is it talks about forgiveness. And I was thinking of doing this in terms of the books that I've read to mention, but this one I think I would mention is Doug Murray's The Madness of Crowds, where, which I read in the past year. And he has this just significant small chapter right in the middle about how in modern society there is no forgiveness. Without Christianity, there is no forgiveness. He's spot on. At number seven, there's this song. A distant ship smoke on the horizon. You are only coming through in waves. Your lips move, but I can't hear what you say. When I was a child, I caught a fleeting That's Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb. They actually have two songs in, uh, as do Bonnie M, as do another band who we, we will come across. Uh, I was quite surprised at all this, actually. But I wasn't surprised at Comfortably Numb. I think it's a stunningly beautiful song. Um, and what does it speak about? Well, comfort or safety. And I think that 2021 is the year of people talking about comfort, comfort spaces, being comfortable. Paradoxically, we have a society in which people are trying to scare us into behaving the way that they want. Rulers are doing that. And then people talk about comfort spaces. In universities, for example, in education, you mustn't say something that would make someone, and actually it's selected groups, it's not everyone, feel uncomfortable. You can make Christians feel uncomfortable. But so many times I've come across people being told, and I myself have been told, you can't say that because it's not comfortable. Well, the word of God is not comfortable in one sense, but there is also real comfort. Real comfort comes not from ignoring people's problems or ignoring people's sins or ignoring the difficulties or ignoring the ills. You don't get comfort from saying, I'm not going to the doctor in case he tells me I've got cancer or in case he tells me I've got COVID. And if I don't, then I won't get, no, that, that's not comfort, that's ignoring. But I love Isaiah chapter 40, and I would suggest you read the whole chapter. Comfort, comfort my people, says the Lord your God. And we do need to, and, and it's interesting, the chapter goes on to talk about how the nations are just like a drop in the bucket. Yeah, we know that, we've seen that. With all their glory and all their grandeur, they, they've been defeated by a tiny virus. 
But God's people get to come, get comfort from what? From who the Lord is. The Lord is the everlasting God. He does not grow weary. He does not grow tired. It's a beautiful, beautiful, stunning chapter. And I would strongly encourage you to read it. And then there's number six, second from Boney M. My, my third C here is China. Okay, it's the, the, all those Russians, but it's about dictatorial governments, and I do want to say something about that. This song is here because this is one of the TikTok songs that people dance to. You see loads and loads of them. I'm thinking about getting involved in TikTok. I don't know if I should, uh, but oh yes, I think I will. Because just uh, this week, I think it, it's turned out that TikTok has now overtaken YouTube and Facebook as the number one tool for social media. And it's a, a tool that is allegedly controlled by China. But uh, Boney M's song is talking about Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen, and so on. And I, I just, again, find it fascinating that we thought communism had gone. Russia, although Russia's not a communist country now, Russia uh, is, watch out in the year that lies ahead. We've got the danger from Ukraine. We've got the fact that because of the climate change policies, Germany is now becoming, and therefore the EU is becoming very dependent on Russia for gas. And in China, of course, we're seeing a Chinese government desperate to control its own people, what it's done in Hong Kong, what it's doing throughout the world in different ways, and what it's done through COVID. And I've just written a uh, summary of Sherry Markson's book, What Really Happened in Wuhan, and I strongly recommend that you read that if you can't read the book itself. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party didn't deliberately release, as far as we know, they didn't deliberately release COVID. But it is almost certain that it escaped from the Chinese Communist Party's military laboratory in Wuhan, which was designed, is designed, to develop biological weapons. And that's why COVID is so infectious. Well, for all the leaders of the world, and, and it's interesting, again, the Rasputin song talks about Rasputin, a monk, and religious hypocrites, how religious people come in in, in different ways uh, or religious leaders come in to exploit these kind of situations. Well, I'm going to read to you from Psalm 2, verses 10 to 12. Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son or he will be angry and your way will lead to your destruction. 
for his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Kiss the sun. And then here's number five. I look inside myself and see my heart is black. No colors anymore. I don't want them to turn black. Maybe then I'll fade away and not have to face the back. It's not easy facing up when your whole world is black. No more will my green sea go turn a deeper blue. I could not foresee this thing happening to you If I look hard enough into the setting sun My love will laugh with me before the morning comes I see a red door and I want to paint it black That's the first from the Stones. They are the other band who've got two in. Paint it black. Um, and I just thought that's a great title because for, for my fifth, or is it now sixth point about what 2021, it was the year of catastrophism. It's the year of the apocalypse, or not the apocalypse, at least apocalyptic teaching. And it's not Christians who are standing on street corners yelling the end is nigh. It's the Greens in the media. It's the politicians. It's just endless. And... You know, I've been thinking about that a lot because sometimes we, we reflect the culture that we are in and we can do that as well. And there's a sense in which the world is a whole lot worse than people think it is, but it's also a whole lot better. Um, I'm just really, really struck by just the endless, endless doom and gloom. There's a line in that song that says this, I look inside myself and see my heart is black. And that's often what our commentators are not doing. They're not seeing the darkness within themselves. And my scripture for this is Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 3. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Now we're not arguing for a kind of Disney-esque view, the good guys always win. That's not what scripture teaches. As I've been going through coffee with Job, that's been abundantly clear. But we are saying that in this world of darkness, there has come a tremendous light. Here's number four.
Rolling Stones. Now, what's this for? This is, I was going to say it was for critical race theory, but it's not. It's for cancel culture, because this is a song that the Stones will no longer be performing. Now, in a strange kind of way, it's probably one song that should have been cancelled a long time ago, because it is a song about a slave owner who exploits his female slaves. It's not a song commending that, um, but it's interesting that it survives so long. Well, 2021 was the year of cancel culture. Think of J.K. Rowling, the efforts being made to cancel her. Think of, in the universities, lecturers like Professor Kathleen Stock. It's just this endless, you can't say that, you can't say that, you can't say that. I think of politicians who are terrified to say anything. I think of the way that uh, media and others jump upon people straight away saying, you've got to cancel them, you've got to cancel them. It's extraordinary that we, we, we live in that world. Well, and again, Christianity is just different in that respect. We're, we're not here to cancel people. I love Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Here's my scripture for this. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will carry your burden. I will, you know, we don't say to people, no, cancelled, cancelled, cancelled. We say, come, come, come. We invite people to come to Jesus Christ. Okay, here's number three. Now, I wasn't surprised at the top three. I would have gone for these top three, to be honest. Cannibals by Mark Knopfler. No, my third point about the year is not about the reintroduction of cannibalism. There's a whole lot of things that have been reintroduced, but so far, not that. Here, it's about children. That's a lovely song about a father comforting his child, telling him, no, there's no cannibals anymore. Now, there is a sense in which we are eating ourselves and destroying ourselves in Western culture. But my big concern, the year of 2021, is the year that children and families, the attack on them continued, and it's continued from people within our cultural leaders, if you like. Now, they still say they're pro-family, but they can't define what a family is. And I think particularly here of, of the trans agenda, where children are being set up for abuse within schools. The verse, Mark 9, 42. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. 
Number two. So, so you think you can tell Heaven from hell Blue skies from pain Can you tell a green field From a cold steel rail A smile from a veil Yeah, that's Pink Floyd. That's their second one, Wish You Were Here. It, 2021, do you know what? I sat down and I drew up a list of all the famous people who died, famous Christians as well, people like Joel Edwards. Uh, there's just so many. And, and then I thought, no, no. Do you know, sometimes we do that and it's as though the deaths of celebrities or well-known people are somehow more significant than the deaths of others. So I thought rather than do that, yeah, it's a year of crying in one sense, 2021, for people who've died. Some of you listen to this. All of us, I think, will know people who have died. But for me, well, a famous person, if you like, was Louis Palau. And Louis Palau is a big influence on me in lots of ways. And um, I'm so sorry that he's gone. Um, I, I just admired him in so many ways. And a couple of times he was of great help to me personally. And then Melvin Tinker. Melvin Tinker's death really, really shocked me. And I've written about that. And I've written about his book. And I, I've, I honestly, I asked the Lord, Lord, why did you take him you know, at this time, and my only answer is that to save him from further pain. Um, he went through a lot in different ways, and I'm talking about spiritual pain, and I'm talking about seeing what's going on in the church and culture. But he, he was a real gracious warrior for Christ, and I know that that sounds almost oxymoronic, but it's not. And then just recently, there's been a man called Clive Bailey. Some of you will know, others won't have a clue. But he was the headmaster of the Colegio San Andres in Peru and came back to Scotland. He was in Stirling Free Church just as an elder there. And he's just a man I really admired. His family are absolutely lovely. A real tribute to him, a real credit to him, rather. But, again, he died actually in a very similar way to... Um, how I almost died 10 years ago. And I'm sorry for mentioning that yet again, but just for me, you can imagine how poignant that was, uh, hearing from Clive's widow, Ruth. Well, what's the scripture verse for that? Revelation 14, 13. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I've got one more person to mention, of course, because 2021 was the year my father died. It was the year I said goodbye to him on the phone. 
It was the year I wasn't able to travel because of government restrictions to my father's deathbed, nor to take his funeral. I'm not bitter about that, but I, I am saying that's a very serious thing. And I, I can't say any more than my father than what, than what I wrote, except this. Revelation 14, 13. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Write this, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labor, for their deeds will follow them. It's a year of crying, a year of commiseration. Then, um, th those are my nine songs so far. I'll, f I'll tell you what the last one was, the number one was in a moment. But there were others in there by Van Morrison, particularly No More Lockdown and Born to be Free, which kind of suggests fitted the, the mood. Fire and Rain by James Taylor, again fits the mood. The Hole of the Moon by the Water Boys. It Wasn't Me by George Thorogood. All great songs. But this one is my number one song and it really fits the number one subject of the year. It's Paranoid Black Sabbath. <laughs> I just, I, I honestly, I love that song and I love how it came about and I wrote about that. But it, it ties up with fear. And I've just seen so much fear in people's faces. And it is almost like paranoia. It's people saying, we can't go here, we can't do that. We can't, it, it forever etched in my memory will be the woman coming towards me on a wide pavement and seeing me as another human being and being terrified that I was a human being. Was I a carrier of the plague? What does the Bible say? Isaiah 43 verse 1. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I've summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. You know, we've said so much about COVID and so much more could be said. But one of the things that so disturbs me is the use of fear, the weaponization of fear in order to nudge people according to nudge theory, to behave in the way that governments and others want us to. That is going to leave a dreadful legacy. The changes within society caused by COVID are going to be far worse than uh, the deaths that have occurred. And that is an incredible statement. And it's a serious statement because the deaths really do matter. Anyway, that's the year. I don't want to leave you with that. I don't want to leave you with Paranoid by Black Sabbath. So we come back to this the last C, and that is Christ. 
So I'm going to give you Simon Kennedy, Dave Henderson, the St. Pete's Praise Band with Saviour of the World, which is just the song, I think, for uh, this podcast. Because let the church now sing of its coming king in a year when so many of us were banned from singing and even now we've got to sing behind a veil, behind a mask. We can sing of the saviour of the world and the saviour of the world is not Xi Jinping and it's not Boris Johnson and it's not Joe Biden or Donald Trump or Scott Morrison or Albanese or uh, just any of the leaders of this world. They need to kiss the son who is the saviour of the world. So Because Christ is Christ, no matter what has happened this year, it's not been a bad year. And it's not bad news. It's still good news. All right, well, I'll see you in the new year. Happy New Year to you. God bless you. If you want to support Quantum, then do so on the Podbean fundraiser. Thanks to all of you who've done so. I'll be sending you a message soon. And uh, a private message just with some things that have been going on. And... uh, Keep on giving me all the feedback. Feel free to give me any criticism you want. Feel free to pass this on. It's been great to see this podcast has grown quite considerably during the year. And I I listen to what you say. I take on board your criticisms. And I, I thank you for your support and prayers. Again, I simply say this. If you're not a Christian, you need to find Christ. Otherwise, the world just doesn't make sense. See you in the new year. Bye.
say